Coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. Start speaking those I am lives into your spirit. Uh, Then your internal will begin to, um, listen, whatever is going on on the outside is a reflection as to what's going on in the inside. So start speaking positive. How do you see yourself in the world? Understand yourself. Get to know who you are from the core, not the surface. Know your strengths and know your weaknesses. So get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome back to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome. And if you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we do it by studying the Word of God, being honest with who we are, and making the changes we need to make in order to have peace within our souls. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Lisa Wilson Dalton. You can find me on Twitter at I am Lisa Dalton, Instagram Dalton.Lisa, and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. I'm going to say again, get your pens and your pads as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello everyone and again welcome back to Finding Peace Within. I am your host Lisa L. Dalton. Um, As we go through this coronavirus stuck in the house working from home season of our lives I hope you found more time to spend with your family, more time to spend with yourself, more time to spend with the Lord. For the guys that watch sports, and well, ladies watch sports as well, Um, you may be having some withdrawal symptoms, but it's okay. It's okay. You can watch some reruns. Um, I found this time to be very relaxing, actually. I've enjoyed working from home. Didn't think I would, but I enjoy working from home. I get to um, do my eight hours, log off, get my workout done, get some chores done, and... um, work on some of my personal development and some of my vision board uh, goals that I have set. I'm almost done editing my third book, which I thank the Lord for. Ah, Shout out to myself. Today's investment, tomorrow's return. 25 personal investments that would add value to your life. It is coming this summer 2020, so get ready for it. Um, let's give a shout out to my husband again. Week seven, consecutively, Leviticus Singers of Charlotte's new song, God is Love, has been number one on the BBS radio billboards. So we give God all the glory for that. If you haven't gotten the single yet, you can download it on all your digital music outlets. You can also go to YouTube and search for God is Love, Stephen Dalton, and watch the real-life video that tells the story of the song. So we give God all the glory. And remember, while we are in this season of um, unrest, 
let us remember that God has everything under control. We have our faith in him and no one else, only in God as believers. We know that I believe this time is bringing people closer to God and understanding that he is um, the creator. He is the ruler of the world. He did not create the coronavirus. I do believe this is a time that he's allowing um, the nations to bring their hearts back to him. Last week, we talked about um, something, and I thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Thank you for the feedback. I, um, I'm encouraged by the comments that I'm receiving, so I will continue to bring messages of hope and love and awareness to all of my listeners. And those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome to Finding Peace Within. Last week, we spoke on how to break out of the victim mentality. I gave five tips last year, um, last week um, <clears throat> on what you can do to overcome playing the victim. And what is playing the victim? Um, we'll talk about that a little more as we go further into part two. Let's open with the word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day and we honor your name and we praise you, God, for all you have done. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who came and died on the cross for our sin. We thank you for the joy and the peace and the love that you've given us, that you've shown to us. We thank you for always being there for us when we feel alone when we feel down when we feel like no one cares we thank you for your love that just wraps his arms around us now i ask you to be with us as we go through this part two of this lesson study of understanding um, when we put ourselves in harm's way we have to take ownership of that Helping us understand that there is peace on the other side. But the only way to get to the other side is to go through. I ask that you be with my lips. Allow the words that come out of my mouth to be pleasing to you. And that it will help someone know that you are loved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So last week we um, did five. I'm going to review those. Um, and excuse me, I have allergies. And yes, pollen is everywhere. Even though it rained, um, it, it's still in the atmosphere. So I have my tenor voice today. Number one, stop blaming others. Take responsibility. Number two, be compassionate to yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Even though um, the great commandment says to love others. Um, as we love ourselves, the first thing is you got to love yourself first. Number three, practice gratitude. Um, begin to give thanks for where you are. Um, begin to tap into the power of gratitude when you're facing difficult times. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this experience? Number four, resist self-sabotage. Stop putting yourself um, in harm's way and fearing the worst is going to come. Just be prepared. That's the main thing. And number five, perform acts of kindness to others. In order to find healing, service is always a good way to start. Now, part two, forgive and let go. 
forgiving um, is probably one of the hardest things that we as humans have to do but most of us find ourselves um, saying I'm not going to forgive this person for that this that or the other they don't deserve my forgiveness but what we have to remember and realize forgiveness is not for others not because they deserve forgiveness but because you deserve peace forgiveness is for you forgiveness is for us victims often hold on to feelings of bitterness and anger from past hurts it colors their experiences in everyday life and causes them to negatively misinterpret even well-meaning gestures from others you're always trying to figure out what is it they want from me what are they doing to me we resist forgiving others because we think it means being weak, excusing the wrong, or being reconciled with the person who hurt us. It is not any of these things. It doesn't require an apology or justified to be served because forgiveness is not about our perpetrators. It's about us walking in peace. It's about your response to the pain inflicted on you. It's about what you do with that pain to transform it into compassion, empathy, and understanding for others. It's about finding the inner strength to move beyond the pain in order to find inner peace and freedom. Matthew 6 and 15 says, But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive you your sins. And even when we hold um, um, unforgiveness in our heart toward ourselves, that's a sin itself. Because we have to forgive others, and that other is you too. You are an other. Um, as I was studying for this lesson, I thought about, um, oh my God, it's been way, way over 20 years now. Way over 20 years. Um, I was on my way home from my parents house in South Carolina and I remember the exact spot right through Pageland where there's not much um, they've cut down all the trees there now because they're building homes and apartment homes and all that other stuff now but I remember between um, Pageland the Walmart distribution center in Monroe I was going down that country road and I was in tears just thinking about what I was going through with my separation and my divorce and the Holy Spirit just said um, forgive yourself forgive yourself for the part you played in this pain that you're suffering with and, and I thought about the song by uh, Rochelle Farrell I forgive you and man I just began to cry and I said Lisa I forgive you and I released it at that time. And yes, it has taken me years to get through that. Um, but I remember the moment I realized I was carrying the pain unnecessarily. Um, the, the good news is God handled that pain for me. And he can do it for you. God handles those who have wronged us. He says vengeance is his. Um, he, he will let them know that they need to also forgive themselves. You need to identify the triggers when you go through the dark places. You have to bind it, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're holding on to, 
um, bind it and loose peace, healing and forgiveness. Matthew 8 18 says, truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Isaiah 26 and 3, people with their mindset on you, you keep Lee. You completely keep them whole. This is the message Bible. It's different from what I'm accustomed to. Um, but it says, if you keep your mind stayed on him, he will keep our feet steady in him. So when we keep our mind on Christ, he will keep us in perfect peace. Um, number seven, build self-confidence. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. When we find our strength in Jesus Christ, our confidence is built. Our hope is built on nothing less but Jesus Christ and righteousness. When your hope is built on him. And it says when a man loses hope, he's lost life. So you don't want to lose hope. But you want to build self-confidence. So, if you're feeling like a victim, you may struggle with low self-confidence. You may think that low self-confident people are born, not made, but some people are naturally more self-confident than others. But self-confidence can be taught and improved upon in any person. So, when you find yourself um, not being confident, I say, surround yourself around positive people. Start reading good affirmations. Start using those positive I am. I am loved. I am wonderful. Excuse me. I am smart. I am free. I have a peace of mind. Start speaking those I am lives into your spirit. Uh, and then your internal will begin to um, listen, whatever is going on on the outside is a reflection as to what's going on in the inside. So start speaking positive. How do you see yourself in the world? Understand yourself. Get to know who you are from the core, not the surface. Know your strengths and know your weaknesses. And I was having a conversation just this week uh, with someone and I was like, who are you? Before you can connect with anyone, and I'm saying this to all of you who are listening to this podcast, before you bring anybody else into your life, into your space, into your spirit, first know who you are. Know who you are. Face your fears and face your demons. Lack of self-confidence often comes from fear. You fear the outcome of being vulnerable. Prepare and reflect. If you know you have to do something, prepare ahead of time. Don't wait until the last minute. Get it done. If you know you haven't done your self-development, which means spend time with yourself, identify who you are, identify who you want to be, know who God has designed you to be, and you're only going to know who you are by spending time with the Creator. You know, in order to know how something works, you have to read the manual from the manufacturer. So you need to speak with the Lord and say, Lord, who am I and who do you want me to be? How do I become this person that you've designed me to be? Take action. Do something. Don't just sit there. Do something. So don't be someone that you're not. 
and don't allow someone to form you to being someone that you're not. Yeah, build self-confidence. Look in the mirror, look into your eyes. The mirror to a person's eyes is uh, and the mirror to a person's soul is through their eyes. So when I look in your eyes, what do I see? When you look in your eyes, what do you see? Selah. S-E-L-A-H. That means meditate on it. Number eight. Find the source of your learned helplessness. That's so important, man. Find the source of your pain. I always ask, who hurt you? When you find people walking in pain and walking in um, victimhood or walking um, sad and being mean and cantankerous, I say, who hurt you? When you identify who that is, talk it out. Write it out. Get a pen and a pad and write it out. Acknowledge it happened, how that experience made you feel. Then if you find a way to release it, then find a way to release it to the Lord and allow him to begin to heal your heart, to heal that part of your soul. It will take time, but sooner or later, you will be able to stand in love and not allow others to control your emotions. The only person that you are responsible for is yourself. Even when you get married and become a wife or become a husband, you are still only responsible for your own soul. Yes, we're building a life together. But when it comes to your own walk, you are responsible for your own freedom. I can't do it for my husband and he can't do it for me. The perhaps you were raised in an environment that fostered dependence rather than giving you the confidence to fend for yourself. Mama did it for you. Daddy did it for you. You don't even know how to go to the grocery store because someone else did it for you. Someone else paid your bills for you. Someone else washed your clothes for you. Someone cleaned up your room for you. Man, come on, parents. We got to raise children. We, we're not raising children. We're raising adults. You're not going to always be 18, 19, and 20. Man, you got to prepare these kids for real life and stop hovering over them. Like, you don't, you know, you got to kick them out the, the nest like mama birds do. They push them babies out and see if they can fly. We got to push them out, see if they can fly, but be there with them for them when they fall on their head because they will fall on their heads for sure perhaps an older sibling or spouse constantly discounted your opinion and your feelings now that's not a good thing to do uh, perhaps you were bullied in school that's not a good thing to experience when someone is always doing things for you you will never become independent i've heard stories of wives who didn't work who didn't pay the bills, who didn't know anything about taking care of the home because their husbands did it all. And when the Lord took their husbands uh, on to be with him, they were lost. They didn't know anything. They didn't know who to call, what what the checking account was all about. They didn't know how to pay the mortgage or who even the lender was. So everyone needs to be involved in their own self-development. 
The process may be faint, be painful, but taking the time to find the underlying source of your negativity will empower you with knowledge. This knowledge in turn will give you an opportunity to address to address the source of the pain. You got to do your work. You got to do your work. Psalm 139:14 says, "I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know them fully well. You are beautifully, fearfully, and wonderfully made." God made us good. Life put bad in us. When God created everything, he looked at it all and said, it is good. But sin has come and put a stain on life. So now we have to do the work to make it whole again. Number nine, shift your mentality from that of victim to survival. John sixteen thirty three and everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous for I have conquered the world. That's John 16 and 33. Jesus is saying, I've conquered the world for you. You don't even need to be struggling like you're struggling. You have to put your faith in him. There's no doubt that bad things happen to good people. You know, the Bible says it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Corona has not just happened to the people that are not believers. It's happening to believers as well. But the key to not succumbing to victim mentality is to adopt the mentality of a survival survivor um in her book what doesn't kill you makes you stronger there's a song like that too uh, maxine chanel compares the two mentalities this way a victim asks how long it would take to feel good a survivor decides to feel good even if things are not so great a victim grinds to a halt a survivor keeps putting on keeps putting one foot in front of the other a victim wallows in self-pity a survivor comforts others that's that serving others part a victim is jealous of someone else's success a survivor is inspired by it a victim focuses on the pain of loss. A survivor cherishes remembered joy. A victim seeks re seeks retribution. A survivor seeks redemption. And most of all, a victim argues with life. A survivor embraces it. Can't you see the difference between a victim and a survivor? When you become a survivor, you... Man, you walk knowing it is going to be okay. You don't look at the doom and gloom. That's one thing that we've adopted in our household. Our household. We look on the positive. We look on what's the outcome. How do we need to get this fixed? My husband hates it when I come to him with problems. He just does not like that because he 
believes in results. So we're working toward results. We were putting together his studio. I remember, and um, we were trying to figure out how this table was going to get lifted up. And I kept pointing out what was wrong. And he said, love, you're focusing on what's wrong. And I'm focusing on how to fix it. And that was like a light bulb moment for me. He said, I'm looking at how to fix it. We already know it's not working. But what can we do to get it to work? And I was like, see, that's why you my husband. (laughs) That's why you my husband. I was playing like, man, we're not going to get this done. He's like, look, I already got the plan. Let's get it done. I'm a submitted wife. And I said, yes, love, let's do this thing. (laughs) Number 10, challenge your perceptions of reality. And it said um, perception is a person's reality well how i perceive things doesn't mean that's the way it really is what is the worst that could happen and prepare for it that's one thing my husband does too what is the worst that could happen and we're gonna fight this thing till the end and if it doesn't work out we already have a contingency plan always got a plan um this is the one thing uh, what is the worst that can happen? Move forward with the plan. If it doesn't happen, you're prepared. If the worst doesn't happen, then that means you are a winner. Proverbs 6, 6 through 11 tells the story of the ant. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler. So it doesn't have a boss telling them what to do. Yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come on you like a thief and scatter like an armed man. And scarcity like an armed man. So the ants, man, we see ants, man. They running, they running, they working, they working. They, what are they doing? They're busy bees. But they know bad times are going to come. Are you going to just sit and sleep till 11, 12 o'clock? Are you going to stay up all night and sleep half the day? No. Are you going to let things pass by, man? With this whole corona thing, I believe it has put a fire under people everywhere you go to the stores people are buying food people are storing up like it's the end of the world we should have been doing that anyway we should be preparing for emergencies i had um we had a situation here at home and i was telling max our son um you know this is what we got to do i can't call mom and daddy at 56 saying i need 170 dollars to pay for this service no i gotta go into my own bank account my own savings and take care of it we can't wait till emergencies come i say this all the time emergencies cost more prepare 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 what is the reality stop looking into of fogged glasses thinking that everything is okay no it's broken 
you're walking around on a full leg and your knee. Stop it. Fix it. Be like the ant. Don't see it broken and ignore it. Come on, guys. Emergency Emergencies cost more. <laughs> I'm just saying. Remember to be a survivor. Don't play the victim. Man, don't play the victim. I'm going to go over these again. Number six, forgive and let go. Forgiveness is for you. And when do you know you've forgiven yourself and a person? When you see that person or that feeling comes up, it doesn't hurt anymore. Number seven, build self-confidence. Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Do those I am affirmations. I am wonderful. I am great. I am free. I am whole. Number eight, find the source of your learned helplessness. Get to the root of the problem. Get the shovel, man. Start digging down deep. Pull that thing out and burn it to hell. Cast it out, bind it, loose it, and begin to walk in your freedom. Psalm 139 and 14. I praise you, Lord, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You made me good. Number nine, shift your mentality from that of victim survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. I'm a survivor. I know that wasn't the right tempo. My husband said I have bad rhythm. How can you be a musician and don't have rhythm? But you know the song. I am a survivor and we won't give up. Number 10, challenge your perceptions of reality. Face the truth of where you are. Face the truth where you are. Tell yourself the truth. I got to fix this. Be like the ant. Store up. Work it out. Don't let things come and you not be prepared. I hope this was helpful to you. I believe God is doing an amazing thing in all our lives. I believe he is preparing us for what is to come. Remember, one thing is for sure. God is in control. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank you for this day and we honor your name. We just praise you for everything you've done. We ask that this lesson go into the hearts of those who have heard it that they will walk in peace they will walk in your truth that they will know they have the power to cast out every demon every enemy everything the enemy is trying to put before them and in their lives they have the power to cast it out they have the power to stand in courage they have the power to walk in freedom they have the power to do all things because it is in you we have our strength it is in you that we walk and we move and we have our being. We ask that you could put a hedge of protection over all of us. You reign on the just as well as the unjust. So when you hover over over this world, oh God, protect us all from the hands of the enemy. Give us joy today. Be with those that are bereaved. Give them hope. Be with those that are sick. We speak healing over them right now. Protect our senior citizens, those that don't have the ability to do for themselves. 
provide for you is our Jehovah Jireh. We thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now everyone go out and make it a wonderful week. Enjoy the beautiful weather that is promised to us this weekend. Remember to find peace within. A centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.